Simon Chris here with the Red Debate. We are back after international break and it is Liverpool, top of the pile, going to Old Trafford on Sunday. Love it. I love it. <laughs> this fixture just, there's something about it that's just spicy, isn't it? Even yeah. though, even when, well, we went through our drop of form under the Hodgson era and so on, but uh, they're obviously on a on that kind of downfall at the moment. But the fixture, I st- I'm still worried, I have to say. Yeah, it like, like I... In our lifetime as Liverpool supporting fans, we're both 30. Um, in our lifetime as Liverpool supporting fans, this this fixture has always been one you look at on the fixture calendar. Um, yeah. Do you still think it's... Uh, well, before we get into the into the potty, but do you still think it's as iconic as it used to be? Um, I don't know. I, I mean, I suppose we will end up talking about this eventually, but it fucked us a bit last season, didn't it? It's still, it's still one that Anfield is noisy for, that Old Trafford is noisy for. I think if you ask the fans in the ground, is it still a massive fixture, they say absolutely. They're a team you want to beat more than most. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I, I was going to add on to that, that. I think for both sets of fans, it's still a huge fixture, but maybe not so much for neutrals anymore. Like, going Jack, back... Jack and, Jack well, going back, like, five, ten years, I think if you asked a, a neutral... What's the biggest game in English football? They'd all say Liverpool United. Maybe oh, ten years. Uh, yeah, you're right. I'm not a, sure a, if they would say that now. No, I think a neutral without interest in the in specific teams in the league is going to say Liverpool City at the moment. Or like clearly, clearly, clearly. Yeah. And then beyond that, I don't know. You, you might even be looking for spicy fixtures like Tottenham Arsenal. I don't. I don't we should do it sometime. We should ask. I a would actually be very interested yeah. to find out what the results would be. But yeah, we should. We'll put it out on Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> we'll put it out on yeah. Twitter to, to all our Liverpool followers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we've got a few neutrals. Yeah. We've got you, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, we've got fans from all over the world, really, to support a variety of teams. But anyway, to the point, talking of fans from all over the world, international break. Did you, did you watch any of it? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I watched both of the England games. Did you? And I saw like highlights from various games. Um, always a period that I don't look forward to, to be brutally honest, especially when yeah. the Reds are flying. Um, Do you want to lead this one, then, mate? Because I, I watched the England game on Friday night. Um, obviously, we lost. Well, well I say I we don't... lost. England lost. I don't really... I don't follow England with an interest in Liverpool players to be honest Trent wasn't playing the, gr- the grim one was Henderson actually did have a shocker yeah, well, everyone kind of had did. a shocker but Henderson as per a lot of England games came under a shit ton of stick from well, he's, he's neutrals al- he's always under he was bad uh, he's he always bad. under a big microscope but at the end of the day you know Gareth Southgate's rotated that midfield he played Mount and Rice in the first game next to him and then Barkley and yeah. um Winks in the second game next to him. Henderson's the regular in that team. Southgate calls on him and relies upon him. And and I think he, he has sh- to be. I think if you look at the other centre midfield options in the England squad, they're not exactly elite players. It, you know, Henderson, I hate him or love him, he's a captain of arguably the best team in the country at the moment. Yeah, yeah, and and he yeah. he's a winner now as well. Yeah, and um, you know he's a leader for, for particularly for younger players like Winks and and Rice who don't have a lot of international experience. Yeah, I well, think- and just any experience really. Well, the England squad's quite an inexperienced one, and, yeah. and maybe even to just skip past the game on Friday night, to come to the game um, on Monday, last night, there was a debutant, Tyrone Mings, and he ended up facing acrimonious circumstance, what with the racism going around and so on, and it seemed from the, the outset like Henderson was the leader that Harry Kane wasn't on that, the pitch yeah, for the boys. Yeah, I, I do agree with that. I, I mean, I was in favour of, of the boys walking off. Were you really? Yeah, I, I feel like nothing will change unless they make a stand and just say, we're not going to play. Yeah, we were, they were talking about it in one of our WhatsApp groups today. What, what is the actual official rule? Do we, If we walk, if the players walk off... I don't know do, what do, would happen if we forfeit the, the game. Does the, yeah. does the game I don't get know. forfeited? I don't, I don't know. know. Um, what was his name? Um, is it Max Rushton? Yeah. The, the 
Guardian Soccer guy yeah. was, was saying that you don't. He was saying, I'm not sure if this is um, gospel or not, but he was saying that if you receive racist chants and you walk off, the recipients gain the points. I can't, surely that can't be the case. No, that does seem bizarre. That's the sort of thing you would hear. Like, if that were the case, teams would just walk yeah. off all the time, presumably. I don't, I don't know. But but Trent was arrested twice. Yeah, which is a bit of a surprise. I, I don't really rate Kieran Trippier. So I, <laughs> I can't I, believe Trippier's ahead of Trent in the packing order. I, right? I think Trent is absolutely world-class and should be a nailed-on starter for that England team. Yeah, Trent... I can only imagine that Trippier is living off his, his World Cup performances still. Well, Southgate clearly likes him, yeah. doesn't he? He played the back three at the World Cup to squeeze in Walker and Trippier. Yeah. Um, it's, it, I mean, I'd be in, I think Trent would probably start if this was a tournament. Surely, I think so now. I no. think he, he has to now. I was surprised that Trippier started the second game. Yeah, it, but anyway, like as a Liverpool fan, you're quite grateful for the rest of these. Huh? Absolutely, and ultimately, no injuries. Mm. Um, let's. I mean, there's not too much to say. I think from an England point of view, the Bulgaria game was a bit of a farce, wasn't it? You take taking the racism stuff out of it, but the actual spectacle of the game was. I, just, d- I didn't watch the game, but it was. It a was. They it? were rubbish. Yeah, absolutely rubbish. Um, one of our old boys played very well. I thought Raheem Sterling. Yeah. Class player. Um, moving on to other players, though, Gina Wijnaldum again, doing the biz. In terms of goals it's, for the for the touch, <laughs> which is just bizarre, really, isn't it's it? It's ridiculous. He's prime Seedorf. Yeah, he, he is Holland prime Seedorf. And for anyone who hasn't seen it, we uh, we tweeted it, didn't we, on, on our channel? But he scored an absolute screamer. Um, hard to miss if you're on Twitter. Everyone hard to miss. Yeah, everyone. But, but um, I know we've got one of our next big topics coming up on on the podcast is is the midfielders in general at the club. Um, but, yeah, because most of the response to that tweet was. Um, like a lot, of, a lot of love for Genie, as you'd expect, but also a lot of people saying, "What the fuck? Why doesn't he produce this for yeah. Liverpool?" And it's not that he can't; it's clearly, clearly, clearly not that he can't. No. He's he's a football. It's a system with... thing, isn't it? Yeah, he's. It's just not his job. He's not. It's not what's asked of him. No. I mean, don't get me wrong; he does get chances from outside the box, and he hasn't yet put one in like that for us. But it's not to say he can't because he he shown he can. <laughs> it is strange though sometimes where like, when you look at Gino Wijnaldum having a shot from distance for us yeah. it often seems like he can't strike the ball that clean. He's had a few at the edge of the box pulled back to him hasn't he? He had yeah. one against Salzburg the other week. And he like scuffs them or yeah. shanks them miles wide and, and yeah, he does I, I mean anyone who listens to the podcast will know that I'm a huge Gino Wijnaldum Yeah we both fan. love Gino. Um, but yeah so massive positive again Dutch look pretty strong don't they he's the multifunctional footballer he is yeah. he can do everything that's asked of him and I think Klopp loves him so much We're, like maybe even save this conversation for the midfield debate but there were some interesting statistics going around about one Adam's goal yeah. figures when he was playing for um, a Feyenoord and then for um, Newcastle yeah. um, and elsewhere in his career and including for Holland at versus his expected goals and goal figures for Liverpool and they're, and they're way down and I, that's just because of the areas of the pitch he's asked to play football in and I think people with one album overlook the fact that football isn't entirely a game about being on the ball. He, he like he does yeah, so true. much unnoticed blocking passing lanes and stuff, but I guess for Holland that's not what's asked of him. Yeah. Um, well, last point, um, we've discussed this off air, but internationals, Lovren had a bit of a shock, <laughs> didn't he? <laughs> Dexy, at least he got it out of his system. Yeah, Dexy got it out of his system. Um, there are worse players to, to get, ground. Yeah, there are worse with, players to get put on your own stand true, by Gareth Bale. That's true. It's good play from Gareth Bale, but it's, it's a scene that Liverpool fans have seen probably more too often than they would like, really. Do, do you know the first thing that came to my head when I saw it? What? Otamendi. 
Oh, Otto Mendy yeah. did it against Ralph Jimenez yeah. the other day. I don't get why defenders do that. They just, like, a rush of blood to the head, just hit the deck. Properly get sit down. Yeah, yeah. properly sat down. <laughs> anyway, on to United, because it's, it's a huge weekend, I think. Like, they're really, at, at this stage, given the points gap we've got, uh, games like United, even though they're way off the pace, yeah. they're, they're monumental in terms of uh, the wave that we're riding at the moment. You just feel Massively. like if that bubble bursts. Yeah. I'm not saying well, you would go on a bad run of form, but it's big games and big moments that you look back on and think like yeah we we did it at United and absolutely I think there's a lot to be said about this game the ninth game of the season come, have you seen that quote from Pep Guardiola's book where he talks about in the first eight games of a season you can't win the league but you can lose the league Yeah. so he was saying you've got to keep the pace moving on from the ninth there's something weird about the in this the way the setup, the way the league's set up at the moment with the international breaks when they are the um the run between that second international break that we've just had and Christmas is a huge point of the season. Mm. And and also, when you look at the league season, eight games doesn't feel like much of a season, albeit nine is only one more. You start to venture into, like, you, you pass the first quarter of the season, which sounds mad, doesn't it? It feels like the season hasn't even started and we're top of the league. Yeah. If, if we can get this win um, and, and keep that points gap at the minimum of eight... It's, it's just a, it's another hurdle, isn't it? Every, yeah. every time we go to a game like this and come away with yeah. three points pressure's yeah. on City and in previous years you'd think like well City haven't choked at all they've, they've answered every question emphatically but this year they do seem to be whether it's pressure or just they're not as good as they were age may be catching up with some of their key players but they seem a little bit more fragile don't they and although they yeah. have pumped a few teams they've also the Norwich loss for me was still it's like an unbelievable shock. I expected about four five nil victory there. Yeah, you, I like. No, I agree. And to, thinking about age, there's something to be said for the succession planning. Like we've talked about it a lot before, about how Klopp's got a collection of players who probably are now collectively are entering their prime. Yeah. Um, someone put up there earlier on that after the um, League Cup final loss in 2016, Klopp said that we'll be more in, in more cup finals after Basel. He said. Don't worry about it, fans. We're building towards something. We will win trophies. After Kiev, he said we would be back, and then we won the Champions League. It looks like this collection of players, who you know, average age twenty six, twenty seven, really now, um, they're entering their peak. Perhaps you could argue as City players are moving a little past theirs with key players like Aguero, Silva, and you know, departed company. Yeah, um, well, certainly at the centre of defence. Well, there's, um, there's, there's problems for them there. Laporte, yeah, big problems. Old, um, yeah. We always end up talking about City on these podcasts, the United one. But it, Laporte put a picture up of himself doing like leg press today or something, saying well, he's coming back. One day left. I thought it was and fucking miles off, wasn't it? Same, but is they're on the juice, aren't they? Ah, oh, they're on the juice. Yeah. Um, anyway, back to, bring, to, back, yeah, to United. Bring back to the here and now. I think feel like this is the best iteration of Liverpool versus arguably in our lifetime the worst iteration of Man United. Do you think it's the best iteration of Liverpool in yeah, our lifetime? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I th- better me, than Rafa's. You know that and my Brendan's second, team. Way better than Brendan's team. They could, Brendan team conceded fifty goals. In yeah, the true. But we also yeah. scored one hundred and three. Was it? Yeah, but this team probably. Um, it, the, I think there's a question mark about the Rafa team. Oh, eight, oh, nine. The Rafa team was they good in spells. This one's more ruthless. I agree. Uh, yeah, I agree. But that that core of the Rafa team was fucking unbelievable. This one's more likely to beat the twelfth to nineteenth place That's teams true. in the league, twelfth yeah. to twentieth place teams in the league. Much more likely mm. to. But this is a crunch game, um, yeah. and you need your moments, players. We could we we could do with a fit Mo Salah. 
Uh, yeah, because there was 100%. talk of that um, yeah. Kag Lasso and Chewin uh, tackle on him. Oh, no, no, it was uh, Tamsa Chowdhury, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Which was a bit of a cheap one, wasn't it? But, yeah. Um, I agree with you about United. They are, in my opinion, a very, very poor team these days. I think this is the worst Man United. Like, we don't want to count chickens before eggs, but this is the worst Man United team in our lifetime, I think. Put it this way. You could argue it's the worst in the Premier League. Yeah, I think so. I I honestly, I've never thought I'd be saying this, but I I really think they've got a struggle to get top seven. Do you? Yeah. I just think there's other teams, like the likes of Leicester. I know Wolves have started badly, but I I thought that they would be up there. But would you rather be going to play Wolves away or United away on Sunday? I think Leicester's a harder game this season. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Maybe so not for do, us so because it will be put yeah. on a pedestal and yeah. you know it's one of them one-off games but And Sky Sports still lick exactly, it. Exactly, yeah. yeah. But for, in general, I think teams yeah. will prefer to play United at home yeah. than Leicester at home. Do you know the last time we won at Old Trafford? I'm going to take a stab in the league in the in, in the league. league. 2013, 2014. It was that season. It was that season. Uh go on. I remind me. Yeah. Um Gerard scored two penalties, missed one. Yes. And Suarez scored at the death. Oh, three yeah, now. I do remember that, yeah. Yeah, and Vidic got sent off. The Vidic, what a boy. <laughs> you can barely mention this fixture without mentioning Vidic. Yeah, well, <laughs> Vidic has uh, had a bit of a horrid time against us over those years. He has. He? Did you see he did an article the other day where he was asked to name his four most feared opponents and he didn't mention Torres? That's unbelievable. Like, what? <laughs> I mean, the, the bloke couldn't stay on the pitch yeah. for 90 minutes Yeah. for, for about a two, two-year period. Yeah. We played them something like five times that season, didn't we? In various cups and stuff, yeah. And Torres rinsed him in every game. Yeah. He got sent off in three of them, I think. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, All current right, so, United squad. Yeah, so, what, so it looks like, who for me, I know you don't like him, but Paul Pogba's their best player for me. I think he's massively... Well, I know you do, I still done. think he's their best player. He's if you disregard De Gea, player, if you disregard De Gea... That's true. I still, I'm still saw that he was injured and I'm glad. Yeah, he's a player who's capable of winning games and, and they do have a few of them Martial's capable of winning yeah. games Rashford, Rashford is whether yeah. you, I, I really like Marcus Rashford he's under a bit of stick at the moment though isn't he he scored a good goal against Bulgaria didn't he, he did but, but for United his form has been yeah. poor to be honest hasn't I, it? I still think people he's young in though, the game he? really he's, like, really he's young. so young if people like people in the game like, he's a player that gets linked to Real Madrid yeah. and Barcelona he, he's a calibre, high calibre footballer his numbers are not great so moment, I, I then, think pressure's got to him but but that's the thing about playing for Man United, yeah. isn't it? If he selling was... Lukaku yeah. and Sanchez and not repla- like yeah. not replacing them, yeah. not that I thought that either of those two were United class, but yeah. it just puts massive pressure on Rashford and and Martial, I guess. It does, but then I, I suppose some players thrive on that responsibility True. and some shrink. Like True. you could argue that Divock Origi's massively thrived on the fact that he basically needs to be our backup and he needs to be good because we didn't go out and buy a replacement yeah. some players thrive on it some players don't and I think that's a lot a lot of that comes from the manager and, and making them feel like they're trusted like there was quotes from Shakiri, like who obviously has fallen seemingly way out but Shakiri in, in an interview the other day said he's loving it he feels like a really important part of the squad because he's one of the senior players and you just think that just sounds like the stuff Klopp's saying to him behind closed doors yeah. which is great Like that is great yeah and they're the kind of qualities that you cannot underestimate yeah Particularly in a in a, a club squad that's got a real belief about it and like team spirit, yeah. You you just know that people like Shakiri, Lilana, the like like Oxo Chamberlain, they're not in the first eleven, but they're great lads. They're gr- they and they seem lads, to yeah. be very popular off the pitch. Yeah. And, and I think that 
there's a there's a massive difference at the moment between like our squad yeah and a squad like United who seem to be full of like big charismatic players like Pogba yeah but not really United you've had you know the Lingard problems earlier uh, on social media this season he's rubbish anyway but um injury <laughs> I don't know why I don't know why I used him as an example but you know they're a team that's had problems yeah uh, contract issues they, 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 the guy has only just recently yeah they dug their own grave yeah. a bit didn't they when they started paying Sanchez astronomical money yeah you get all the rest of the lads knocking on the door um, I mean it seems to differ by all accounts our, our payment structure is all about performance bonus so you, you, you basically literally earn your wages by Playing, your way, well, playing yeah. your way towards getting your fi- bonus figures and stuff, but we, I guess, we can't really have this United discussion without talking about Maguire. Yeah, I know. You, well, we've debated about this many times. Uh, you, you love him, don't you? I, oh no, I, I, I do. I'm, <laughs> I'm one of Harry Maguire's bigger fans. I'm not going to say I'm his biggest fan because I think he's a great player in a certain system. I think he's a fraud. It's, it's the same way as you could look at someone like Tarkovsky at Burnley and think he's really good because they play a deep line. It, put Maguire in a high line where he's going to get turned and he gets exposed and we've see, already seen that at United to a yeah. degree. I think if if you're a defend, deep defender he's really, really good. I, uh, yeah, fair enough. I, when we played Leicester and he played against him and, and he was defending deep against us he was like immovable. I know Salah rolls him mm. in the season before last but... I, I think he's a bit of a fraud at that level. Do you I have actually? to say, yeah. Uh, and I think he's starting to get found out at England as well. If he hadn't have had that tournament, he's Maguire's. He's um, United's best centre back, though. That doesn't say much, though, does it? These days, no. They're, they're no, a team no, no, full no. of yeah. either injured or yeah. incredibly inconsistent defenders. And you'll get people trying to tell you Lindelof's better than Matip as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of, yeah. Any United fan who says that obviously yeah. hasn't watched Matip this no, season. I know. I, I I think United's next best centre back is probably Turns A bit. Yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah. It says it all. They're, yeah. they're a strange squad. They've got weaknesses seemingly all over the pitch. They have, and they've got a lot of players. I even found myself saying this after the PSG game last season. I was like, what? You know what? Scott McTominay is quite good. And then you think, hold on a sec. This yeah, is Man United. This what is Man United, saying, yeah. one of the biggest clubs in the world. Well, the funny thing is, and, I was speaking to our mate, um, another Tom. United fan. I bet he, lo- he loves McTominay. Loves McTominay. He? And I was like, do you realise what you're saying to me here? <laughs> yeah, this but is... He was saying, yeah. talking about one of their previous games, and he was like, McTominay, he scored recently, didn't he? Yeah, he's got a banger. Uh, a banger. He was like, he, he was cu- he's comfortably been our best player the last he's pro- couple of weeks. He, he probably has. And I was like, that says it all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really does say it all. Um, you so, so like Pog- Pereira. I don't like, what? Like, I know, I know. players, aren't they? Well, even like, the likes of Matic are just way off the pace these days. And Matic. Yeah. Matic yeah. and Matic. Yeah, um, both both of whom have been at their peak very good Premier League players. The season Chelsea won the league under Mourinho's return, Matic was brilliant. Yeah, unbelievable. But, unbelievable. Yeah. Um, but are you, I know you started it by saying you're a bit concerned. Are you? Are you do you think we'll win it? <laughs> uh, well, I, I was going to follow up that up with I, I think we'll smash them. Do you? Yeah. Like comfortable three-one maybe. Allison to come back in. Mm, that that is a big big decision. Back in training today, his yeah. calves didn't look. No, I, there I, those, there's videos I don't of him. think he will play. I don't know either. He'll probably travel. He'll go on the bench, I reckon, at least. But I kind of feel like Adrian deserves it, to be honest. Yeah. Not long term, but for this game, 
Allison can't be a hundred percent fully fit because he's just come back into training. And it's so nice if if this wasn't Adrian, if it, even yeah. if it was Mignolet who you know is an international goalkeeper, if, if, even if this was Mignolet, we'd be saying right, Allison's nearing fitness, getting yeah. back in. If he's eighty percent playing, yeah. that would have been it before. Matip, back in full training today. That's a tough one. Again, I would play him. I would play him as well. Which is strange. It's another one I didn't think we'd ever be saying. Yeah, I'd both stop being massive Joe Gomez fans. Henderson. Well, no. Lovren actually played quite well in our last game. Yeah, Lovren was fine. Yeah. Um, I, but I, then it's a different challenge. That's true. That's true. You're looking at channels, aren't you? Really, Rashford. Yeah, I, I think United's danger man's Daniel James. To be honest, if he plays, after he got a Sparko the other yeah, day, he got Sparko. He has surprisingly done well but I'm in the camp of uh, a little bit like McTominay if he's your danger man yeah. you're never going to get top four yeah I, I find there's something quite likeable about Dan James I, th- I think it it's likeable his dad died well, didn't he, well he? that and it's like quite an anti-United signing of yeah, recent yeah, years yeah no it is it is, it is. But he, like Sanchez 300 grand a week yeah Prima Donna, then yeah, you've got yeah. Daniel James, young lad from Swansea. And I think the thing, regardless of the fact that United are big rivals of ours, there is something really nice about seeing a lad who is like absolutely loving his time. Yeah, and Daniel oh, James he, he is looks clearly like, he's like brimming with bollocks, pride he? to be yeah. playing for Manchester United. Um, it he, is nice to see. Yeah, it is. Um, and too often, like young players come in and they don't get game time, and then they kind of just fade out. Yeah. So he's also in quite a nice position for him personally yeah. that they're not playing well. So he's actually come straight into the team. Yeah, yeah. Do, do you know what? So it's like we're going off on a tangent here, but I almost completely forgot that Wilf Zaha was at United. I saw a picture of him yeah. today in a Man United yeah. shirt. And I was like, what the fuck? I've completely forgotten about that. Yeah. God, that, I can't can't believe that didn't work out for him. Yeah. They'd love him back now. Yeah, oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. So, well, before we wrap up, um, reminiscing. Tell me about your favourite or most memorable United moment. You know my most memorable United moment. Go on. 95-96, away shirt. Yeah. Green and white checks. Yeah. Robbie Fowler with the dyed blonde hair. Yeah. You know I love He scored oh, two that day. Yeah. Um, I love that. The one he... I think it might it might be one of my favourite goals ever. The one that he just absolutely smashes at the near part. He's on the left-hand side of the pitch. And he's running... I can't remember who he beats, but he might have even been Gary Neville. But he absolutely hammers it near post. When, you know, when you're a kid, as we were then, we were what, eight years old then. As you're, when you're a kid, you're taught to strike across the goal. Oh yeah. And Fowler just comes and bams it top, top left near post. It was beautiful. That and then yeah, that was my favourite Liverpool United moment. Yeah, that was a good. I mean, we've had a few over the years. <laughs> yeah, there've been some there, great moments. Yeah, there's been some cracking games against us as well. Like one of the ones against us that always sticks out was the bloody Berbatov game. Do you remember? Yeah, well, when he scored the when bicycle he bagged, kick. Bagged the hatty. Yeah. Uh, I think Gerard also scored a hat trick in that game. Did he? I think so. Did but we lose 4 3? Yeah. Yeah. But a game, well, the performance that sticks out for me yeah. is the Suarez United. Oh, my uh, God. The hat he trick didn't of score, but yeah, and Dirk, Dirk Count got the, got the hat trick. That's one of the best. In- a hat trick of Tassin. Someone was asking about the best individual performances in, the pre- in Premier League history the other day. Well, Not without, just without Liverpool, scoring. all players. No, no, it wasn't without no, scoring, just, yeah. but of all players. Um, and obviously there were shouts for Suarez against Norwich times two. Oh, but it's different, Suarez, different kettle of fish, though. That, but Suarez it? against United, yeah. that game, they could not handle him. No. And he didn't even score. And, and that is one of his best performances ever for us. I agree, I yeah. agree. And there's always... I hear it all the time when I bring up Suarez to neutral fans that he never scored against like a top six opponent yeah. in the Premier League. <laughs> it's like, watch that game, yeah, yeah. and it doesn't matter if he didn't score in it. He absolutely tore them apart. Yeah. Um, and then the other one is, is you have to say it again the, the Torres years um, 
just tearing Vidic a new one, who at the time was arguably the best defender in the world. Just the, literally the, couldn't handle him. The best part of all of that was Dosena. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. The, what, the, the volley. The volley lob. Shit. <laughs> Came on at the end and lobbed Van der Sar. Love that. Mm. And the Gerard Screamer against Barthez as well always stands out. There have been some great moments. There's been some great moments, yeah. So, Coutinho's, in the, Coutinho's in the Europa League. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Go on, give me a score prediction. I. Oh, God. I'd love to say I can't see us conceding, but I'm going to go 3 1 to Liverpool. Mm. I think we'll score nice and early. Um, I fancy Salah to just turn it on again. Yeah. He's. Salah. Um, I mean, people. You might look at it and say he's had a slow start. You know, he's posted um, more goals and assists this season after this many game involvements than he had at any of his two previous seasons that's mad isn't yeah. it so I fancy Salah 3-1 it's you? a weird one that isn't it the, like, the perception of being off form is just yeah. so strange sometimes I think it's just because he's not ruining teams in the way that he used to yeah, he's, he's, not, he's not burning true. men down the wing but he's just do you think just... it's also because of Mane because he's, yeah, n- yeah. he's not main boy on his own anymore after last but his season. numbers are still the best I know, I know. yeah it's yeah. mad Salah is just pure numbers yeah so I'm also going to go 3-1 possibly 3-0 but I, I do I could see them nicking a goal yeah um, but I'm going to go with Mane being the main boy nice to, nice to absolutely see. destroy them who are you starting in midfield by the way I tried, we tried to get to this earlier um, so Fabinho uh, normal, normal. Fabinho I would I would go Fabinho Genie and Henderson did Genie play twice this international break did he play in the second game? I don't know, actually. I don't know. Let, I, let's know I assume better. he did, but yeah. Yeah. Um, Henderson obviously played twice. I think don't there say could it. be a space <laughs> Oh, fuck no. I'd love to see the Fabinho Wijnaldum Cater midfield. I'd love to see it against Man United. Come on. I mean, it's weak opposition, so give, why not give, give him a run out now? <laughs> give me it, Jürgen. Give me it. Give me Naby. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Let's wrap. Yeah, um, we should we should as we sometimes forget to do it. We point everyone towards our website www.theredebate.com. Chris has done a long piece on Rafa, um, looking back at some of his past. Let us know your favourite Rafa memories. Um, get us on Instagram at the Red Debate and Twitter at the Red Debate. Um, as always, thanks very much for listening. Give us a subscribe and a comment or whatever. Um, but yeah, thanks. Yeah, thanks for listening.